Titles, go. Sports ball. Buy new pants. Fancy coffee. Five more sacks. But was the camera working? Hidden foil bumper. Italian money shot. <laughs> Opian? No foul. Dave Filoni, genius. Two sides to the same coin. Racist food day. Love that one. <laughs> White shadow. The brother ball. Welcome to the cesspool. His night was over. Thanks. Hitler? Break another one. Here it comes. Balls on the rim. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's do this. Warning. What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. Corbs. Gov. I'm Jack. Hopefully I got those all right ones I was going around. Nice. What's got you geeked? Uh, well, it's hard for me to top last week, uh, so I'm going to bring it down a little bit. And uh, I don't know if I mentioned that I picked up a French press last week. Um I was thinking about it until the contract got signed and we could go public with it. But uh, I picked up a French press at uh, Aldi. You guys all know what a French press is? Nope. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, it's basically a coffee maker where you put the you grind your beans, you put the coffee in, you pour, pour boiling water over it, and then you've got a thing that goes on the top with a screen and all this stuff, and you let it sit there for a few minutes. And then you push it down, and it filters the uh, coffee up, leaving the grounds in the bottom and the coffee in the top, and then you pour it into your cup. Uh, basically fancy coffee, let's call it that. Uh, so I saw one at Aldi, it was like 12 bucks, and I'm like, I walked by it, got to the end of the row, saw they were also selling some like uh, white chocolate-flavored coffee, and I was like, that sounds good. It's 12 bucks. I walked back and I grabbed it. Well, I now had to clear out uh, tonight a spot in one of the cupboards for my, like, you know, 11 bags of coffee I've picked up in the past two weeks. Um, and uh, I'm just really enjoying diving into that. Like tonight I had a, a Nicaraguan coffee, um, which was just fantastic. And I'm finding that, especially with the darker roasts, there is as much complexity in a cup of coffee as there is back when I used to drink, Paul. You know, I loved those dark, complex beers. 
Um, you know, I really got excited by those and uh, I'm, I'm getting the same thing from this, you know, I'm just, you know, not drinking. So uh, that's a good thing. Uh, but I'm really enjoying kind of delving into the coffee world a bit. Um, you know, I, I've gotten in the habit now of making my wife a cup of coffee midday. You know, uh, she's she's it's a nice little treat, you know, and uh, I don't put you know sugar or anything into in it. So it's not bad for me. Uh, definitely worth checking. If you like coffee, uh, it's definitely way better than anything I've gotten out of a coffee maker or a Keurig or anything like that. It, it's it's exceptional stuff. And Amazon actually sells, they have their own line of beans and it's like five to $8 a bag, as opposed to the normal 20 you get. Like I picked up a bag of death wish coffee to try it. It's fantastic. It's 20 bucks a pound. I can't afford that, <laughs> but, um, Amazon's got some great stuff. That Nicaraguan one I tried, that was an Amazon brand. So, uh, thank you, Jeff Bezos for giving me cheap coffee beans. Awesome. Yeah, it's a it's a Nicaraguan name for a Chinese coffee, like everything else that yeah. Amazon sells. It's still really good. I don't know that. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm busting Amazon's Chinese coffee. I'm I'm busting Amazon's balls. Anyway, more like Jeff Bezos' balls, right? No, he's not even part of it anymore. He just collects the check. He doesn't make any decisions day to day. Nice to collect that check, though. Hmm. So you can't that beat that Amazon does. money. No. No. If I had, if I had Amazon money, I'd burn jacks. Well, burn well, hold money? on, hold on. If you said you you said if you had Amazon money, you'd burn Jack. Yes. Yes. Go ahead, Jack. Ouch. <laughs> That's, That's dark. Um, it's pretty Just obvious. My coffee. Just like Cor yeah, coffee. Uh, like Corbs will probably talk about it in a sports section, but I'm very excited about the Super Bowl this weekend. Come on, you already knew what's got me geeked before you went on the air. This weekend? The, yeah, the yep. sports ball is this weekend. weekend. Um, I did a little research, and um, Eagles are one and two in the Super Bowl. So um, I was kind of, uh, I knew they were one and two. I was like, who did they play? So Super Bowl 25, yes, Paul, they lost to the Raiders. Um, so they lost to them, and then they played the Patriots. and. 2004, they lost 24 to 21, and then a couple of years ago, five years ago, they beat the Patriots 41 to 33. So, this will be a fun Super Bowl to watch because, um, of course, I like the Philadelphia Eagles, but the Kansas City Chiefs, their former coach Andy Reid used to coach the Eagles. So, there's a lot of Eagles references. Steve Spagnola is their defensive coordinator, which is really cool. He's a late pupil of the Jim Johnson. Um, he died of cancer a, a while ago, so it was kind of cool to see like his nucleus of players. So I remember when the Eagles were playing back in the early 2000s, they were a blitz-heavy team. So this will be kind of cool to see like the same schemes that they're going against. Uh, they just need five more sacks, believe it or not, to have the sack record for they will be the 85 Bears. Never thought anybody would challenge that team, which was really cool. I have a um, question. But yeah, records are made. What? You said they need five more sacks. Does that mean they have five women on the team? You know, no. They they have four players. I, I know no most sacks. people don't understand sports. Are you Knicks? Yeah. Did you say Spagnola? <laughs> Listen, say... I don't know. Steve's sports Steve ball. Spagnola, yes. Oh, okay, I just yes. I thought I misheard you. That sounds like something an Italian porn company calls the money shot. <laughs> I know. It's not as glamorous as your coffee. I know. It's all good. So the Super Bowl is pretty cool, though, uh, when your team is in it because the Patriots were always the good team for years. 
And now it's time to see other teams in the Super Bowl. So it's kind of impressive. But it's weird, though. We're getting older, and it's like at 6.30 at night. I'm like, I want to go to bed. <laughs> so it's at like... 6.30? Uh, well, the Super Bowl go on to like 10, 11 o'clock at night. Each um, Super Bowl ad is like about like $4 million if you want um, TV space. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's Chris, what, an yeah. hour of gameplay and four hours of commercials? Entertainment. Well, Entertainment. Yeah, Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton's doing the national anthem. Rihanna's doing a halftime show. And there's just so much stuff that goes in the Super Bowl. It gets bigger and bigger each year. And I think for a ticket, I was just looking it up. Like a nosebleed seat was like about like six grand. Huh. So it's like, fuck. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Why do that? Sponsors buy them and like um, players get a certain amount of tickets. But, but like I said, Corbs will talk about maybe in his segment, but the Kelsey brother rivalry, that's kind of cool to see that. They have a cool podcast. If you guys are looking to listen to another podcast, they're pretty funny what they talk about. So brother versus brother, it'll be kind of cool to see that. Kind of like the Supernatural. Super Bowls, no, I wouldn't compare the Kelsey brothers to Supernatural. <laughs> um, but no, that's what's got me geek this week. Awesome. What? So for, I guess for me, it's uh, my first shot at overtime at my new job. So uh, they're doing we're doing a server migration. This weekend, Ooh. so and it's it's not like it's not our server; it's a company that we use. They're doing the upgrade, and then we got to go through and do all check all of our PCs that use that the, the app to make sure it's pointed to the right server. So that's going to take a while to do. Mm-hmm. And it's G four. It's called G four. Electricity. G four TV. It's that was a good That network. doesn't exist anymore. God damn it. Oh. Campus PD was a good show. <laughs> yeah, so that's 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 what's that's the, that's gonna be this weekend. So um so I'm looking at some overtime, which is which is nice. It's it'd be a pretty nice uh paycheck next week to get. So perfect. Nice I can use that money towards uh towards my trip and all that stuff. So um, bring in the beer. Went to the to the office? Yeah. You work on weekends, you take the beer in. Actually, all the guys there drink uh, drink whiskey. Okay. I could suggest so, a couple bottles if you're interested. So, <laughs> I got whiskey in my in my house here. Yes, you in do. Car. Yeah. So, another thing that's got me, uh, it doesn't have me geek, but it's got me, uh, I guess, anxious <laughs> or nervous. So Friday at work, they had a meeting in the boardroom and their camera wasn't working. So they asked me to go on Thursday night to take a look at it. Couldn't get it figured out. So Friday morning, I went in there and it's a Logitech. It's a big, one of those big Logitech rally bars. Mm-hmm. That's a camera, microphone, all that shit. In it. So we had to unplug it from the back. To get it to, to reset, and we had to do firmware update on it, on that and all that stuff. So they wanted, so we had to have we had a ladder out, we're up behind it, and set the ladder against the uh, the desk, and it slid off and broke the TV. Oh. <laughs> yeah, eighty six so, inch. TV. Do you have your resume ready? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that wasn't fun because I did that and I started freaking out. Mm-hmm. And I ran into the guy that, like, my guy, quote unquote, my trainer. Yeah. And I'm like, you need to come in the boardroom right now. He's like, what? I'm like, I broke oh, the TV. He goes, no. He goes, no, you didn't. I go, no, you're not listening to me. I broke the TV. So the ladder slid off and hit the bottom corner of the TV and cracked the screen. And 80, 86-inch TV, done. Wow. So now, we're, now, now they need that, need that room in an hour. We had to take the TV off the wall in our training room, which we're not oh, using. swap out. And swap it out. Three of us did it. It took four guys to install the, the TVs themselves. We did it with three. But we took the one off the wall in the boardroom, put the new one in it, and got it all hooked up and working in less than an hour. Awesome. I sh- was shit in my pants. I'm but sure. Was the camera oh, working? Was the camera working? You never told us that the camera was working. After we had said, yeah, the camera was working before I broke the TV. Oh, all right. So then when we so we when we swapped out, the camera was still working. So so I had to order an 86 inch TV on Friday. Outstanding. Thursday after Thursday night. So yeah, so that that was interesting. Like like you said, I uh, I literally thought that they were going to send me home that day. Like I was, I didn't know what to tell my the guy I was training. I didn't know what to tell my boss. But I walked into his office and I'm like, I broke the TV in the boardroom. He goes, what? So he, he, we went walked in there and he goes, what happened? And I said, I set the ladder over here on the side and it literally slid. And it was one of those things where I tur- you heard it hit and I turned around and I'm like, you got to be like, fucking kidding me. Yeah. It, and it's yeah, going exactly. in slow motion probably too. It's like <laughs> slow motion. No. No, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see it. Like I didn't see it. I was like, it was hurting. And I was like, that hit the wall. And I turned around and I'm like, wow. you've got to be fucking kidding me. So, speaking as someone who was in your boss's position, I had a guy that was, he was actually contractual and part-time. So, he wasn't even in the district, you know, 40 hours a week. He's only with us three days a week. And I was the system administrator in charge of the entire school district. I put him on a task with one of the maintenance guys to install all the TVs in all the different buildings for the digital signage. He took a TV out of a box, set it on the box, just like we'd all practiced. So that was protecting the TV to hook up the, the framing on the back of it so they could hang the TV. He went to lean across it. He put his hand on the back of the TV and he heard it crack. He called me immediately and told me what happened. So now I'm your boss. Right. Had he not told me what happened? Even though I knew him before he started working there and he was a friend of mine, he'd have yeah. been out the door. You called him, you told him, you owned up to it. I did. That is what matters. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, literally, I went and got the guy I was training with. He walked in and he and I explained him what happened. He goes, "Well, you got to tell Josh." I'm like, "I know, but I'm nervous." <laughs> he goes, well, "Don't be nervous. Just walk in there and tell him. You got to yeah. tell him. You, can't, you just got to tell do him. It. Yeah. You just got to do so it." So I just walked in and I'm like, "I broke the TV," and he walked in. So. So Josh is my my boss, and then there's the C the CIO, and he Josh went into Brian's office, and and we you know we kind of were like okay well we got the TV in the other room we can take that TV off the wall and we just replace it out so this we immediately we're like all right this is what we're doing for the next hour we got to get this up and working so they have it so 
we busted our ass and got it up on the wall and, and all yeah. that stuff. But like you said, Kevin, it was the fact that I walked in and owned up to it. I didn't, I didn't, I mean, that I, goes a long way. I didn't, lie yeah. oh. I didn't say it was, I said it was completely an accident. I set the ladder right here and I turned around and it slid off the desk and hit the TV. I, I'm not. I'm not saying you're going to have a job next week, but I am saying, <laughs> I am saying you did the right thing. Okay. So, but yeah, I mean, and I mean, we we joke about it now. We've joked about it and stuff like that. I told them, you know, the guys are like, well, you know, you got to get you a kiddie ladder now. They're going to get you a ladder with a slide on it and all that stuff. So, rubber hammer. Yep. <laughs> Yep. You've you've just got to learn to be more efficient, like our guys. Like when we were doing the move into our current location, one of our guys just dumped a cart with um, monitors right off onto the ground, right in front of the boss. So just do it that much easier. <laughs> there you go. I mean, if you're gonna do it, you might as well do it right in front of your boss. Right. Um, so yeah, that, um... Go ahead. No, um, Corbs, I'll make you feel better. Um, when I worked with Paul. I won't mention the person I was working with. I remember I was taking his um, stuff from one law firm to another law firm. And um, I was literally, I was the messenger at that point. So I, I was carrying all the stuff. And I was like, I got this, I got this. It was four boxes. And I'm walking like a couple blocks. And literally I hit a pothole. and Like all the documents come flying out and it's a windy day. People just shooting everywhere. Oh, it, it was the worst feeling. But it's like what you said, like I owned up to it. I went to the lawyer. He's like, Oh, don't worry about it, kid. Here's a hundred dollars. But like, it's just like what? Yeah, but man, I'll drop like, oh your God. shit all the right. time if that's how it works. But it was so weird. But I was like shitting my pants. I'm like, I'm gonna get fired. These are cold cases. I can't drop. Like, this is important documents. He's like, you owned up to it. it happens to the best of us. So here's a hundred dollars. Right. Go out to dinner or something. But here's a hundred dollars. Buy new pants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, you want to go? No, just get me. I got I got nothing good after after last night. Why don't you tell that story then? That's not what's got me geeked. It's got well, me I mean, freaking. Generally, that's what Corbs does to us is he hijacks the little... gotcha geek to a gotcha side. Some of this guy well, tweaked. Well, I'm a little worried. Is what it is. I don't know what's going to happen. So I had a deer last night, and oh I, yeah. Um, well, everything's fine. Don't know. First of all, foremost, everything's fine. Nobody got hurt. Is the deer okay? The deer okay? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, so I mean, it's pitch dark. It's a, it's you know almost seven o'clock. Farmers' fields on both sides. I saw them. I saw both of them. And I'm on the brakes. And there's cars coming the other direction. There's a car behind me, way behind, not right right behind me. And but so there's all sorts of traffic in this in this you know backcountry road where there's typically not a lot of traffic. I see both the deer. I got nice bright headlights, so I could see them. I'm on the brakes, and that fucking son of a bitch doesn't just run in front of me. He runs at my truck. Like, I got bright headlights, so all I'm thinking is he's running right at my headlight. Um, So then I'm hard on the brakes, and we all know anti-lock brakes don't fucking work. They do not stop you. They prevent you from going in the ditch. That's all they do. They do not stop the vehicle. They just prevent you from going in the ditch by allowing you to steer. So anyway, so the truck really isn't slowing down. He comes out. I hit him. Now, what you guys don't know is that I had changed my bumpers over the summer. I took off the stock bumpers off my Tundra because um, they were starting to rust. And I found a set of, um, they're just aftermarket. They're all steel. You know, steel supports the whole bit. So I'm thinking, I'm fine, you know, it's it's gonna take the hit. 
and fucking things folded like they're made out of fucking aluminum foil. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. Dry- yeah, you didn't mention that your zombie apocalypse yeah. like ram didn't work. So, so it hit on the driver's side and it pushed that it pushed the bumper in. So it broke the grill. It's up against the fender on that side. It didn't displace the fender because it's not the fender's not pushed back. But the grill's cracked at the lower portion, and it's actually cracked up on top too. And the deer went under. He didn't go under the wheels, but he went under the bumper, and then he slid away from me. So I don't think I ran him over. So I drove around and pulled off. I go out and I look back, and he's quivering on the side of the road. So I go back to my truck to get my pistol because I'm going to fucking waste a cocksucker. You know, no, no. I was going to put him out of his misery. That's yes. what I was going to do. Reframe wow. it. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't mad at all. I wasn't mad at all. It was not an anger thing. Motherfucker. Sure. So, <laughs> so I'm on the phone with 911 as I'm walking back to the fucking deer and the thing's quivering and quivering and he starts to move. And I'm like, what? Are you freaking kidding me? The thing's still alive. So I'm, I'm talking to 911. She's like, where are you? Where are you? I'm like, I don't know. It's County Route 10, and I don't know. what She goes, is this the crossroad, Bell Crossroad? Oh, yeah, 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 that's it. Okay. Is there any damage to your truck? Can you move your truck? I don't know. So I go back and look at the truck. As I go back to the truck, the goddamn thing gets up and runs out into the field. It got <laughs> up. I have a 6,000-pound truck with a with a solid steel bumper on the front of it that I hit this deer with, and he's still alive, and he's still moving. I don't even understand that. So I go check the truck out. Nothing leaking. I didn't really didn't think there's anything wrong with it. I saw where the, I saw where the the support had been. And I was like, no, 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 I think it's fine. She, you know, she kept asking me, are you okay? Your truck's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody's fine. I barely even noticed I hit the damn thing. So I go back and the thing where it had run out in the field, it had run out and just, just beyond this telephone pole that was out in the field, it's gone. It got up again. And took off. I don't have a decent flashlight with me. So I'm, you know, I'm, I got this little tiny pen light and I'm looking through the field. I can't see this son of a bitch. And I'm like, God damn it. And she's like, you know, she's, she'd already sent somebody to dispatch, dispatch the deer. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I go back and sit in my truck. State trooper calls me. This is trooper so-and-so. And, you know, I'm, I'm on my way to where you are. He goes, do you still need somebody to come out? And I'm like, well, okay, here's the deal. The deer ran off. I can drive my truck. Um, I, I don't know where the deer is. I said, I'm worried it's going to come back out in the road. What do you want me to do? He's like, I just hang out. So I hung out. He shows up, does the whole paperwork thing. We both look for the deer. Deer's gone. He's like, can you drive the truck? Yeah, no problem. All right. See you. Have a nice, have a nice evening. So I was home by 830. I was like, oh, I, I don't know. I, I, I know a guy that owns a shop. And he uh, he was going to look at my truck tonight, but he he didn't get home until late, so I won't get a chance to get over there tomorrow. So I don't know. I have no idea. I I don't really know what's going to happen. It sounds like I've got something funky going on with the driver's side front wheel. I don't know. I got to have him look at it. We'll see. I'm just hoping it didn't bend the frame. Right. If it bent yeah. the frame. I am fucked. That's good. Is times. it making any noises when you're driving? Okay. It's got vroom, a weird vroom. no, yeah. It's got a weird uh a weird sound to it, but I mean I, I'm not I may be just overly sensitive, so I'm not sure. Until I have somebody look at it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna believe anything. It's I'm in this limbo zone right now of not really knowing what's going on though. You know, is it is yeah, it okay? which is the worst. Yeah. 
You know, Kev, I, I had a similar experience years ago. Um, th this was right out of high school. I'm delivering pizzas for Polanjo's Pizza right there in Mexico, you know, oh, where okay. you are. Yep. And uh, got a Ford Escort. It's it's my first car. I'm I'm just thrilled with this thing. Halloween night. I am scared to death. I'm going to hit a kid who's trick-or-treating. So I was already a safe driver to begin with, but I'm being super, super, super cautious, right? And I'm driving, and it's one of the roads, if you're heading toward Oswego, it's off to the right. I think, I, I don't even know what road it was now, but I know it eventually hits Plasky, maybe Route 3, if that's what yeah. I'm thinking of. And out of nowhere, I'm, I'm in a stretch where there's no houses. I'm delivering a pizza, like, you know, halfway to Plasky. And this, the two deer run out in front of me and I hit the one and it goes, hits me on the driver's side, the front of the car goes oh, yeah. all the way down the side of the car. Yep. Okay. And the car just stops. I hit him so hard. My engine just stopped. Okay. It just boom, nothing. I, and I, I'm pushing hard on the brake. I get it into park. I try to get out. And my door won't open. So I, I spin around and I kick it. And mind you, this is back when I was I was skinny. So I, I was a lot faster. So if you can imagine this, I see the deer and it's it's trying to get up. It's limping. And, I, you know, it looks like it's, you know, injured really badly. And I'm like, you motherfucker. I pop my trunk. I grab my fucking katana out of the trunk and try to chase it down. It runs into the woods. <laughs> I'm running through the woods. You motherfucker. Oh, my God. And I lost it. He got just got up and ran. So I, I I come back to the car, put my katana back in the trunk. That was probably not the smartest thing to do, but I was like 18 years old. Uh, or actually, I might have been younger. I might have been no, I would have been 18. Um, I get to my car. Okay, so here's what happened. My car does start back up. the The headlight on the passenger side where I didn't hit the deer no longer works, but the light. Because it tore like shit right out of my car. I have the, the headlight is busted and it's just an exposed bulb hanging down. But that one's still working somehow. So I, I end up at driving home. You know, it, it's a really dark, you know how dark it is out there, you know. And I, I live oh, yeah. in, you know, up by Kasog Lake. So there's no fucking, you know, lights on the road. And I'm just praying the entire time that this light doesn't die. Because if it does, I'm not going to be able to see anything. But I, I feel your pain there. I mean, that that sucked really badly because that was my uh, first car. It was a piece of shit, but I loved it. I wish I could say this was the first year I've hit. I mean, the last one I hit was about 10 years ago, and that was a different truck. Same same scenario though. I mean, I was the only vehicle on the road. Deer in a median where the two highways come together, and he could have gone anywhere. Besides, at the last second, to run right out in front of me. Well, that was a three quarter ton truck, and he was a smaller deer, and he died instantly. Um, but he also did twenty five hundred dollars damage to my truck. So, but that truck didn't have a zombie apocalypse bumper on it. So we'll see what happens. Well, apparently neither did this one. <laughs> No, I, I don't understand it. Uh, whatever. I you just, had your tinfoil bumper on it, apparently. I don't even I don't even get it. I mean, that thing, it should have... I, I guess it's good and bad, right? I mean, I'd rather have the bumper fold mm -hmm. than the frame, in all honesty. So if that's what happened, fine. I'm good with that. But if it folded and the frame is tweaked or bent or whatever, then I'm not going to be very happy. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out tomorrow. You branded the poor deer with the zombie apocalypse logo, though. Now, you so branded weird. the poor baby. <laughs> I, I, 
I know that I'm going to go through that through there tomorrow. And if it's light, I'm going to see that thing out in the field. There is no possible way that that thing lived through that. The only reason it could get up and go is because it had enough adrenaline in its system to override whatever was done inside of that thing. I hit him so hard. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah, it went off and died. That, that pretty good odds. Yeah, had to have. Or it's doing its own podcast with its dear folk tonight and telling his side of the story. Talking and shit about you. Yeah. I'm going to shoot that motherfucker. Yeah. I'm going to find him. I'm going to fucking shoot him. Oh. That deer's like, oh. and you should have seen that bumper just fucking fold. <laughs> yeah, the deer's like this to you, Kev. Fuck you. <laughs> I lived. I'm going to find him on his fucking podcast. <laughs> I'm going to fucking shoot him while he's on his podcast. He actually <laughs> runs the podcast Deer Avenger. If you ever played that game. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> that was a fun game. <clears throat> okay, I guess it's my turn. Um, Valentine's Day. This was supposed to be the big Valentine's episode, right, guys? Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, except yeah. that the fucking audience didn't do their part. What audience? Again. Fair point. Five listeners. <laughs> So because nope. you guys, not you guys, but you guys watching us right now, I'm talking to you, didn't do your part, <laughs> we're pushing back a week. We're going to give you one more week to get your shit in for us. All right? I know there was interest because I saw people were sharing stuff on Facebook and stuff, Kelly. And like even I, I think on the, 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 the Twitters and stuff, like people were interested in it. But it just <laughs> they just didn't get off their asses, kind of like we normally don't, and do what we were asked. Kind of like we you know, it's don't. entirely possible they thought that it was going to be next week's episode, just like I thought. Except that I did in the write-ups, it did say that everything had to be in by February seventh. What right? You did say that the one that you didn't see clearly. Yeah, you can definitely ask Kelly because I saw her share it out. Kelly, fifty percent did her part. She could have sent in questions, but she didn't yet. I, just I was about to say, I'm, I'm waiting for this one, yeah. <laughs> Great. Thank you. <laughs> Carbs is like, thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yes, that's I, I definitely waited to use my What's Got Me Geek just to scold our audience. So, uh, But moving on to our video game. Let me throw the door open to the Players Club opium? for you guys. What are you playing? It's opium. 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 How do I print? How do I spell that one for for a title? What? Opium. Okay, there you go, corpse. <laughs> Anybody playing anything or have video game news to discuss, like I do? Nothing new. Nope. I mean, I have something video game related in the news segment, but uh, uh, nothing. Uh, nothing I'm still to playing here. Still playing Elden Ring. Still playing um, Gems of War. I'm still playing Midnight Suns, but that's not. I'm not going to talk about that this time. Even though I, I did, I think unlock the final character I need to unlock in the game. But <clears throat> for now, until the next DLC drops. But apparently, <sighs> this week, uh, the the new Harry Potter themed game drops. Oh, that's the news item I was referring to. Then I'm going to stop right there. I'm not going to do that to you again. <laughs> <laughs> we can, yeah. Well, we can discuss it or not discuss it when we get to it, and you'll see what I mean then. Or Okay. Are you two different sides of the same coin? Sometimes. You're a wizard, Harry? 
one what was that one of my colleagues called in for the next four days from work so she could play that game we're like you know you have stuff to she's like i'm gonna be playing this i don't even know who she is but i like her well we'll discuss that during the news segment though I don't know. Are we? I think he was talking about us. Are we two sides of the same coin? I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not quite sure where listen, we're going with that. The two of you and your indecision, you've just answered the question. Thank you very much. Then we can go on. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. All right. So nobody else has got any video games. It seemed like I had one more that I was going to mention. I didn't write it down. I do have a video <laughs> game request. I'm not uh, bringing that, in my PS4 tomorrow. Fuck you. You offered it to me. And you told me oh, no. Oh, you can't do that. You offered it to me with Last of Us, and I want to take you up on it. <laughs> I want to take you up on that. No, that was it. That was the other thing. And I'm pointing at you directly, Kevin, and not at my camera. Um, uh, apparently, words leaking out that now they're working on Last of Us 3. No, they're working on a multiplayer game. That's not that the article world. I read. They said they've got it geared for the PS6. Well, I read they're no. remastering it, so there you go. Well, didn't they already they remaster already, Last yeah, of Us? Yeah, yeah, like once or twice. No, the the deal is they are working on a multiplayer game. They they came out and said like a week ago, unless something changed since last week, like Neil Druckmann said, they don't know if they're making a part three. Um, if there's a story that they can they can find that's all you know a, a, that that matches what they've done in the previous two games, they're happy to do it. Um, but they have no concrete plans at the moment, and they're just working on this mul- a multiplayer game, which is going to serve as a kind of sequel. It's not just going to be like a battle royale. There's going to be a story involved. Okay. So uh, it, think think of it, I guess, I'm thinking of it as The Last of Us 2.5, maybe. Okay. Uh, but, but they haven't said no, but they just haven't said yes. Uh, what I saw today, and I, I wish I would have saved the article, uh, says that they are definitely... Moving forward on it, they're writing the story for three now, and um, depending on how well the the rest of the season of the show does, depends on the budget the game's going to have. But I now I'm going to have to hunt that uh, article back. Yeah, down. I wish you would because that you know that that actually sounds suspect to me, just because. Um, not that this is the uh, midstream segment, but the show improved its ratings again, again. week over week by a million I saw that. viewers. Um, nobody's worried about that. I could see point. season three because I mean they've already announced season two, but I could see a season three, but not. I I haven't seen any video game news. I'm gonna have to see if I can find yeah. the. I think it was one of the MSN articles, <laughs> Jack. So, um, but you said PlayStation Six though. Didn't PS Five just come out like what? than a year ago why would they no. new console no you 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 were actually able to get them less than a year ago oh. right which is when i found yeah, was but... able to get one but no it's been out okay. for a few years now right yeah so i'm not surprised they're already discussing a playstation 6 it makes me sick but it doesn't surprise I me have, i don't have a playstation yeah. 5 so yeah okay um i just but, want to right. borrow a play, playstation 4 yeah, we'll Paul, you can't that. go and give an offer it to them and then take it back. That's just cold. Right? If, right. if you offer somebody something and they say, no, thank you, that ends the contract right there for me. If he okay, reconsiders, wait, okay. that's on him. Now if I'm I want to be a nice guy. Now I'm asking, can I borrow your PS4? I'm officially okay. in front of the entire group. Wait. All right, so wait, like, did he say, can I borrow? And then, like, wait, and he said he wasn't interested. I okay, volunteered what's the whole conversation? and he's like, no, I don't need a console. 
I don't. And then now Kev's saying here now he wants to borrow it. Because he knows I have Last of Us for it. That's why. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry to do this, but fuck you, Kev. I agree with Paul now. <laughs> but I'm a decent guy. I'm, I'm just asking. I'm just, now guys, I'm guys, asking. Can guys, I do, borrow it? you realize what you're doing? This is a guy who said he didn't need to have a console in his home, and he's opening up to that. Okay? We need to nurture that. Don't give him shit over it. This oh, is a good thing. The amount of shit he gives everybody else, I am entitled to this yeah. shit giving. That's fine. <laughs> I'm actually, I'll take it. If I can get a PS4 for a month or I'll two, eat some shit. Just I'll bring the system it. in. <laughs> All right. I'll agree to nurture this, like Hugh says, but shave your mustache. Nope. No. Fuck it. <laughs> don't need it that bad. Like that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't go that far. I would suggest a PS six before I do that. <laughs> I would suggest him growing a beard to go along with the mustache because I'm no. curious. No. But anyway, let's move it along. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go buy my own fucking PlayStation. <laughs> I think that means it's time for Kev's tabletop review. All right, this week I got a little something something for you guys. Um I'm going to I'm going to start this off with saying I went looking for a game that represented how I was feeling after I watched a a, a show we're going to talk about later. Um and I, I I want you to to know that when you have something that you're interested in whether it's uh sci-fi or adventure or um, a recent show, as you've seen on some of the games I've uh, evidenced by some of the games I've, I've reviewed, you can sometimes find games that are themed for these things. And it's good to know that you can find something like Risk Star Wars Clone Wars Edition. Now, maybe you've played Risk in the past, so you have an idea of how the game is played. Um, you are you are leveraging the board positions for global dominance. You are trying to um, strategically inhabit as many positions on the board as possible. Clone Wars edition of the Risk Star Wars series is just like that. The points values for the characters are a little bit different. Um, and the play is a little bit different. You have Emperor Palpatine slowly moving his way up this ladder um, on the Imperial side, uh, and, and, and if you fail as the Rebellion to, to, to take over the entire board, Palpatine and the Empire wins, and you go home. Well, actually, go to prison for the rest of your life, but that's beside the point. Very, very interesting way to play Risk. Two to four players, and you can play everyone's on their own, or you can play in teams, two versus two. Uh, about 120-minute playtime, ages 10 and up. A little bit higher on the weight scale. Risk was never something that I enjoyed when I was very young because I just didn't couldn't wrap my head around it. But as I got older, I found that I, I really did enjoy Risk because there's a lot of, you know, a lot of, advanced thinking there's a lot of you know planning your next move and understanding or trying to understand your opponents the weight is 2.25 or 2.21 out of five 
Um, and it is just like other risk games. It is board based. You have you have little um, little figurines you move around, and um, there's a dice component to it. Um, let me read you a little bit about what Board Game Geek says about this. A year has passed since the start of the Clone Wars on Geonosis. The Galactic Republic has since become engulfed with an all-out uh, with all-out warfare against the Confederacy of Independent Systems. The effects of this galaxy-wide struggle have been felt in every facet of the Republic. Take command of the Republic Clone Trooper Army or lead the Separatists in their universal conquest to topple the Old Republic as the players wage war on numerous planetary battlegrounds in the galaxy's most unforgettable conflict in the exciting, and this, actually they wrote the exciting risk variant. I say this exciting risk variant. So, this review is more about how to find games that fit into your current thought process than it is about the actual game of Risk. Risk is fun. It's an enjoyable uh, um, uh, game to play with friends, especially friends that you may not like and you want to grind in, into the ground with your superior um, skills at you know planning ahead and strategically maneuvering around the battlefield um but uh but but fear not my friend if you are like me and you just watched the latest edition of bad batch realizing that dave filoni is a genius among mere mortals you too may want to find yourself a clone wars game and by all means Go to BoardGameGeek.com, where you will find that and many, many more. See, I nice. like how you're saying these things, Kev, because I know the other three aren't caught up with Bad Batch, but I like the little subtles they're throwing in because I know exactly what you're talking about. Dave Fulham is a fucking genius. But, Paul, are you caught up with Bad Batch? Yeah, no. I didn't think you were. I didn't think you were. I'm not <laughs> caught up with Clone Wars. Oh, oh. I literally... <laughs> I literally paused this latest latest show, looked at my <laughs> wife and said, I have to remind myself that this is animated. Yeah, I know. Emily and I were watching her we like, is that who it is? Is that? Oh, my God, it is. Like, we were like geeking out. Like, we're like, we we're watching like the original trilogy. Like you said, Dave Filoni is great at what he does. But good, good. I want to pick Pretty up a copy. Fun. Freaking yeah. fantastic. I, 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 this is great. If I was going to go out and buy a game of Risk, this is the one I would buy. There are many, many more. If you look up Risk in BoardGameGeek.com, you will see so many different variants. That's another I, one of those games like like Monopoly where they do just a, a shit ton of different like themed versions and stuff. But the difference really is with Monopoly, the board layout is always the same. Doesn't change, the, yeah. The, the the properties are different, but when you look at the board layouts for the different risk games, they are drastically different. Really? Some of the gameplay mm -hmm. is a little different also. So the basic idea of the game is, is you know, the same. Gameplay is very, very similar from game to game. But when you're playing it, you're, you're like, oh, okay, I guess it's risk. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. 
I've never played Risk. Oh, it's a fantastic game. I like the strategy, like you said, Kev. That's a, a really time. good game. It's a good time. That might be one that could get me into it. Something like a, like a Star Wars themed or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So very cool. But it sounds like it's time to uh, throw it to commercial. Come back after the break with the news. Stick with us, guys. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. Before you ask, why the fuck does half the city still have their full-on holiday display Christmas lights up, consider this. Maybe they died, and their power hasn't been turned off for non-payment yet. Anyway, here's the news. First up, AMC your way right into bankruptcy. AMC Theaters has announced they found a new way to rip off their customers. Besides the 4,000% markup on popcorn, you can now look forward to higher prices depending on which seat in the theater you get. Taking a cue from concerts and live events, they feel that preferred seating with a better line of sight, meaning, meaning middle center, is worth more than a seat on the front or the sides. In a move that surprises no one, this does not mean the bad seats are going down in price, even though apparently we have been being gouged for them for years. Now, I get that movies have had a tough go the past few years, but prices have already gone up. I was already wary of ever returning to a theater anyway, and another price increase just tells me I might be making the right call. The sad fact is, if we let them get away with this, it won't stop there. Nothing ever gets better or cheaper. What's next? A surcharge if we want the theater that has the cool trailers? A maintenance fee if we want a theater that's been cleaned between showings? Do these things sound outrageous? Well, they already charge you a convenience fee to buy tickets online. So basically, it's a fee for a fee. Just wait until you have to pay extra for a theater that's air-conditioned. Which do you think would smell worse, the next Fifty Shades movie or the next Marvel movie? It would be a choice between a roused middle-aged housewife and haven't washed the Dorito crumbs out of that thing you call a beard in a week. Next up, bring your racism to work day. Food supplier Aramark has come under fire this week for serving a racist lunch at a New York school. On the first day of Black History Month, they walked back to the Philly cheesesteak that was on the printed menu and replaced it with... Fried chicken and watermelon. And get this, this is the second time they've done that. As well, a few years back, they served ribs, collard greens, cornbread, and Kool-Aid. This was 2018. And while both those meals sound fantastic to me, there is one month that you just don't serve that, especially on the first day of that month. (laughs) 
Now they've apologized and said they're getting training for their workers, but fuck all that. This was not a mistake. For fuck's sake, maybe the rib meal would have been fine without the Kool-Aid, but you never serve fried chicken and watermelon together, ever. There is no racist food day where that's okay. And no possibility that the person in charge and everyone below them all the way down to the lunch lady never realized this was a bad idea. It was deliberate. I don't care how many black friends you say you have. You smell like Mitch McConnell in Arkansas. You're not fooling anyone. See? Callback? (laughs) And finally... I've got 99 problems and Harry Potter ain't one. Embattled video game Hogwarts Legacy is out and the results might shock you. There were very vocal groups boycotting the game over the claims that Harry Potter creator J.K. Rowling was a bigot and enemy of the trans community. Now, full stop. Guys, we are not going to discuss that here. It is too toxic a topic to even breach, and the details don't matter to this particular story. That is a topic for a different podcast whose news guy's wife isn't moving into the public eye in the book publishing world. Gotcha? <laughs> so, needless to say, from the news outlets leading up to this release, it sure seemed to me like the game was going to be an epic failure. Even if she wasn't involved heavily in the game's creation, folks felt it still supported her financially, and that was enough reason to not play the game. Fast forward to release week, and I am pretty shocked by the results. The game has topped every single sales chart there is, even in pre-sales. Every outlet who dared review it gave it high marks all around. So the next weapon was to fight it uh, by going after streamers. There was an attempt to out every streamer who played the game online to get them dropped by their sponsors. As of last night, it is now the most streamed game ever with 1.2 million concurrent viewers, beating Twitch's most watched channel called Just Chatting by 200% and 12 times more than Fortnite. Wow. Now, I am not even sure what to say here. I guess Twitch can't drop everyone. Is this a referendum on free speech? Are we all bigots? Is the majority of the public able to disassociate the creator from the creation, or do they just not care? I don't have the answers this time, kids, and if I did, I would keep them to myself. I am just (laughs) glad I don't care enough about Harry Potter to care about this game. Now, if they finally make that open supernatural game I want, and buying that would make me a bigot, then I might be in trouble. But that will never happen, because who watches Supernatural? No one here for sure. And that's the news, kids. Now, I realized something while waiting at the ridiculously long stoplight on Erie Boulevard in Midler this week. I figured that there were always so many homeless people hanging out there because it's a very busy intersection and they want lots of money. While waiting there last night, I realized some of them might not be homeless. They just ran out of gas waiting for the light to change and decided, I live here now. Paul? (laughs) In other news, three consecutive strikes in bowling is called a turkey. Back to you, Corbs. And it is. It's not a hat trick? No. That's hockey. It's hockey. And it's SE soccer. (laughs) Three goals in a row. Soccer and hockey is considered a hat trick. So there's two. And hockey is where you had on the ice. Yeah, don't. I don't want to talk about that. And we've been there, Kev. I know. <laughs> and if you've held all the titles, yes, I've gotten, I've gotten, it's called New, uh, Jersey. New Jersey. What? I've gotten a few. I've gotten a few turkeys in my time. Me too. Every not November. The ones you no. Paul, did you say you hold all the wrestling titles? It's called a New Jersey. 
No, <laughs> that was called shot him pretty well. <laughs> um, no, if you if you held all the the titles in wrestling, it's called the uh, the triple crown, isn't it, Hugh? I thought it was a grand slam. Grand slam. Thank you. That's also a baseball of, term. Yeah, you're thinking of horse <laughs> racing and base racing. Yeah. Moving on. That's <laughs> the sports. Sports. Yay, sports. Uh, Super Bowl week. Woo! Nobody cares. Whoop, whoop. Except for Jack. Exactly. I care. No, you don't. No, you don't, no. Kev. Watch the uh, halftime the... show, Kev. <laughs> Go ahead and court, sorry. Most people most people nowadays watch it for the commercials. Mm-hmm. They talk about the commercials more than the game lately. Um uh I, I don't have any sorry, Jack, I don't have any uh inclination to watch the Super Bowl this year. I really don't care. I mean I'll watch it because well it's football and baseball hasn't started yet. So there's still I hope, didn't Paul. know it was this weekend until like yesterday. Well, the reason I'm well, watching, because, it, like yeah. I told, yeah, it's like it's a lot of Eagles references. That's why I'm very entertained. Andy Reid needs one more win, and he's the most wins coach in Kansas City Chiefs history too. So there's a who's, lot of cool. What? Who's favored to win? Eagles by one point five. What? Yeah, that point. close? Yeah. It's... Why is Mahomes yeah, not playing? It's... No, he's playing, oh. but he's got a high high ankle sprain. Oh. So. So, if it's going to be a close I mean, game like that, it might be fun to watch. It's going to be a great game. Close. You don't think it'll be close? I don't think it's gonna be close. What are you no. predicting, Corbs? What do you predict? Uh, I'm not, I, I, to be honest, I'm not predicting. I, I'm not going to tell you who I think is going to win. Um, I, I just don't. I don't know. I, I mean, the Eagles got the offense, but so does Mahomes. I, I think it'll be a high-scoring game. I'm thinking something like 40-something, 35. I, I, I can I can honestly see 50 points being scored by a team. Just, just, really? So, yeah, they're, they're both high-powered offenses. The Eagles got a little bit better defense, I think, than the, than the, the Chiefs. Not, much, not by much, but, I mean, the Chiefs got a good pass, pass rush, but the Eagles got everything. I mean, the Eagles just – they got good run defense, good good corners, you know, good linebackers. Um, but you know, Mahomes has got so many weapons that it's just tough to cover everybody. I mean, uh, you watch the, I watched the, the the playoffs with him playing, and even when you think you've got him for a loss or for a sack, he finds somebody. You can't cover everybody the entire time. I mean, it's you can't have enough guys out covering everybody. And still rush him. If he gets loose, you never know what he can do. Um, but so Hurts is the same way. Is this how both teams got to where they are? Is because they both have such strong offenses and defenses too. And defenses. The Eagles have a better. Eagles have a very good defense. I think they're one or two in the league this year. Yeah. So. Yeah, they and they're the they are have all their starters healthy. They have no injuries. So. I've never seen that on the, my my team ever. Usually, there's somebody injured, but all their starters are going to be playing. So, uh, like I said, I mean, I'll, the but the Super Bowl coverage is is ridiculous. It starts at like the game's at six. I think coverage starts at noon. They you know they talk about it, and got, obviously it's because of the commercials and 
that's how they make you know 150 billion dollars for one night for the Super Bowl because like Jack said earlier the, the commercials go for you know a couple million dollars for a 30 second spot but this is when you see all the the, the big movies that are coming out mm-hmm. and stuff like that you'll get, you'll get these and all that stuff at, the, at that time um so you know it's that is you know made me kind of hey well this commercial in it like it is every year for Lincoln Town Car or whatever, some funny commercials and stuff like that. So I mean, the, the commercials are usually are the the big thing nowadays. We watch it for the commercials. I mean, I know people that watch this will have no care in the world about football, and they're watching it just for the commercials now. That's how big it is. I can remember, you know, back when I was in high school. You watch the Super Bowl because you watched the Super Bowl. There, there was maybe four or five commercials that were new or whatever. Now it's every commercial that comes up is a new commercial or replay of a commercial that came out, you know, during the Super Bowl. So that's what the big thing now is, is the commercials. And then the halftime show is always, is always a spectacular. So I like the puppy bowl. That is on. And Corpse year or something like that. Corbs, do you remember? I don't know if you remember 1998, it was the Packers versus the, the Broncos and um, MTV had a tracker up at the screen for the halftime show, and it was celebrity mm-hmm. death match. They had Mike Tyson versus Evander Holyfield. MTV it was like, we're going to try to get in the Super Bowl thing, and they had the celebrity death match, which was really cool. I thought, yeah, they they do. They people. I mean, each each station tries to do something at the at halftime to uh, to draw people in. I know. I think Fox has got the game. I think one year CBS did something during the halftime show. They had some big spectacular. Everybody tries to do something to draw people to their channel during that time. Didn't The Rock and Mick Foley have a title match during halftime one yeah. year? Yes. Yeah. No, I yeah. I thought like I thought that was during Y two K. Nope. It was during the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. In, in an empty arena. That wasn't the the, the I quit match, was it? Oh, shit. When they were all over the arena? Or was that a pay-per-view? Maybe it was the I, equipment match. I don't know, but I no, know that. No, no, no. When, when, when you talk about when, he, when, when Rock hit Mick with the chair like 17 times or something like that? Yeah, that was pay-per-view. That wasn't that. Was, that, that was pay-per-view. Yeah. But that no, that was featured on, featured on the bat. Yeah. Because I, I, remember, I remember them showing Mick at the end, like when they were in the back and him and the Rock. Getting sewed up. In the, had, in the locker room. Yeah, he yeah. had a huge he had like 17 or something, 17 staples in his head and his wife and daughter are sitting there. Yeah, and he's and just talking to the camera loud. like nothing. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it was Mick. I mean, he's used to that, was used to that crap at that time. So, but, uh, I mean, that's really, yeah, I mean, baseball starts next week. Pitchers and catchers report next week. So, it means baseball's coming around. So, that's nice. And then, uh, other than that, there's not much going on. All right. Didn't care. Didn't watch the the Pro Bowl. Oh, that didn't happened. Really care about it. Yeah, that was last weekend. Same with the same with the uh, hockey All Star game. Couldn't. I was shocked. My brother told me about it over the weekend when I saw him because I went to my nephew's hot. My nephew is was went to Dell High. Is now going to OCC. He's playing he plays hockey for OCC now. Um, so we went to his game on Saturday night. Um, kind of spur of the moment thing. Um, and I think I used Pro to clean my toilet. There you go. No, it was kind of cool. Like I didn't, 
I didn't watch that Pro Bowl either, but Derek Carr, he's the Raiders quarterback, and he's requested yeah. a trade. He literally said, like, they're like, oh, wow, you played very well in the skills competition. He was like, yeah, I'll play for a team that really wants me. <laughs> so he just was throwing oh, yeah. the trade towards the Raiders. Let's see I the Saints. The Saints are looking is at the, yeah, That's they, the deal's damn near done. What it? I saw. Well, because it's, it's all waiting on Carr. Yeah. That's okay. what my brother said when I talked to him. We were talking about that that the Raiders finally gave him permission to talk to other teams. Yeah. And it was like just before, I think the day before the skills competition, and he went out and shined in that. So, mm-hmm. like you said, I mean, he, he's going to get a deal. So he's going to get traded. He'll get traded someplace. Mm-hmm. New Orleans is the place he goes. That's I think that's good for him. Yeah. I think the two organizations were already discussing compensation, and it was literally up to just – Derek Carr to give the thumbs up or thumbs down at this point. So are the Colts want them? No, I believe it was um the Saints and the Raiders. That's it. I like I think it's a he, done deal. I know hmm? he won't be back with the Raiders. The Raiders are oh, he, the Raiders are gonna go back. They fucked that one up, yeah. Well they oh, said yeah. he needs I, four, I, yeah. He needs to have like they said I, if he's on the roster by March first, they have to give him forty million. So yeah, he's yeah, fucked. So he'll he's be, gone. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he'll be cut right after. He'll be cut right after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So officially, yeah, yeah, officially. So, do you think they go after somebody big? I'm asking you, Paul. I, I I don't know. I don't know if they go after somebody big or if they just try to cultivate this kid that they've got in house already. Oh, Jared um, Stidham or something Aaron, like that. Aaron Rodgers is looking for a home. I, I don't yeah. believe a fucking word Brady says. I'm sure if someone puts the right amount of money in front of him, he'll unretire again. So I, I could. My thing is, I could see Jimmy G going there to the Raiders. I could see that too. To the Raiders. That'd, be, that'd be pretty good for you. Yeah. So. Well, Aaron Rodgers. Well, Aaron Rodgers going on his pilgrimage walk for four days or something like that. He said he's got to figure yeah, himself be- out. <laughs> Same thing he does every year. Same thing Brady does. Brady, I think Paul's right. I mean, I think if somebody offers him the right amount of money and it's at the right right spot, he'll be back. So he may retire. He may take the year off and then come back next year and play. Right. But the the thing is, is he's already got that um, media deal in place deal for Fox. as soon as he's done. With yeah. Fox. Yeah. Like, a, yeah. I saw, why keep I saw punishing your body and making yourself look stupid at this point? Right. Go and it's do just, your color commentary for fucking 16 weeks and make your fucking how many millions? 300, 384 yeah, million for 10 years. Yeah. For 10 years. But, but Paul, the answer to your question, it's his damn ego. He just doesn't know when to stop. He broke his marriage and his kids. He fucked that up. It's his damn ego. I mean, you wants. can't all say it was all him breaking the marriage when literally like the week after news came out, she was out with the fucking karate instructor on a the, the, fucking the, you gotta, beach. I'll, I'll tell you right now that wasn't a the, thing that came about right away. Like that, uh, yeah, that didn't happen the week after. That happened months ago. Yeah, yeah. What <laughs> yeah. I'm, what I'm saying, Kevin, so is, did the divorce? No, what I what I'm no, saying no, no, is months before. When he, when, oh when yeah, just happened. When you took that when you took that time off at training camp, all the, the she, yeah, shit was she already was gone. gone. Yep, she was already right. she'd already moved out. That's the reason why he took the time off at training camp, and that's the reason why he played so poorly this year. Is the stress of all that and what and whatnot. So <clears throat> that's the reason why he, he played so poorly this year. So. You know, marriages are just like jobs. 
And here's what I mean. People don't leave good marriages. People don't leave good jobs. People leave other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is he frozen? No, okay. He's, no, he's, not, no. He's, he's, not, he's not that sinking. No, I'm waiting for you to understand what I'm saying. It's never about it's never about the, the, the you know the situation or the environment. It's about the other people. When it becomes toxic, when it becomes something that you just don't want to be around, you're done with it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you know you're going to court the next day or the next week or the next month. If you're done with it, you're done with it. You're out. Yep. The mental process has already happened. You've moved on. There's Absolutely. always. There's always two sides of the story. I get that. Um, Giselle three probably sides. Had, but yeah, his three side, sides. her side, and the truth. But mm-hmm. literally, though, Brady was talking with Giselle, and Giselle said last year was his last year. And like he's like, oh, yeah, it's my last year. But he literally screwed up her friends, his family. So honestly, I have no remorse for him, even though she probably did something wrong, too. It's Brady's in the limelight, so I say he's more at fault. And plus, I don't like the guy. <laughs> Show us on the doll where he touched you. Yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, having somebody give up what was their career, especially when you're the best at it, that's not an easy decision. I mean, yes, no. maybe he shouldn't have said he was going to quit unless he was completely sure, but it's also entirely possible he faced the reality of not doing that and couldn't let go yet and never intended uh, any harm or to lie to anybody. And I don't even know this shit and I don't care about it, but, you know, I know that the... <laughs> That you know, the one of the big things was she wanted him to quit, and you know he played another year. And I don't know. Th- this isn't this isn't like, oh, I hate that you play go- poker with the guys, or I hate that you have a podcast to record every Wednesday or something like that. Guy's been doing it for how many decades? Yeah, you know, yeah. that that is his. Car- I mean, your career. If you have a career where you get into right. one thing and you stay with it, that's a huge part of your life. It, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't his career. It was his identity. Yeah, it's a completely Mm -hmm. different. It's a completely different thing. It's okay. All right, you get paid for it, but it's who he is. It's who you are. Yeah, you know. In the same vein, though, she gave up her career as a model, right, for him. Her choice. If she did it for him, it was still her choice. Okay, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I know, but. But the reality is, the reality is you never do anything, you never do anything for someone else because people are way too fucking self-centered for that. You don't ever do anything for someone else. You do it for yourself because you think you're going to gain something by doing whatever it is you're doing. So you're doing it for yourself. If she gave up her modeling because she thought she was going to get more time with him or, you know, more love or more money or whatever the fuck she thought. She was still doing it for herself. She wasn't doing it for anybody else. People are too fucking self-centered for that shit. Yeah. That's all I have to say. But Corbs, I know you're a more Michael Jordan fan, but there was a 38-year record broken last night in the NBA. Don't give a shit. <laughs> don't give a shit. I really don't. Think. I know. He, I don't... he can break, that. He can break that record. I'm sorry. I know. If, if you put Michael Jordan in this era of basketball he is hands down 100,000 points there is no fouling in the NBA anymore 
Sure. And guys sure. are shooting the ball from like half court. What does that mean? I don't. I don't know what that means. What are you? What are you? What are you trying to say? What are you referencing? LeBron. Le, Le, LeBron James broke Kareem Abdul Jabbar's. That, that I know. Career. That I know. What are you talking about? Right. I'm talking about Michael Jordan when he played. No, when, no, no, when no, no, Jordan, no, no. You said specifically there are no fouling in the NBA. What does that mean? Oh, I don't. I don't know what that so, means. So, and, and, and I'll explain to you, Kev. So when Michael Jordan played, they were the, you literally if you watch. If you watch the NBA then and the NBA now, you'll see a completely different game. When Michael Jordan drove to the basket, four guys would hit him, like follow him, like slap him on the arm, almost tackle him to the ground, clothesline him, stuff like that. Guys go to the basket nowadays, guys step out of the way. They but don't, they don't try. That yeah. Why? What happened? They don't try anymore. They they, they just don't. It's, it's a different they're, – they're afraid of getting – a, a flagrant fall, a technical fall, suspended, ejected, all of that stuff, fined. None of that so stuff wouldn't. It's an offensive league now. It's, it's, it's just a, how many it's points like can very, you rack it's up? It's a very offensive league. It's like a it's finesse league. Yeah, it's finesse. It's no more. What highlights? happened? Highlights. It's, Everybody it's, wants to be on the highlight It's a reel. business now. It's a business now. Everybody wants to go viral. It, it, right. And I, and I go back to it. And I don't know, Jack, if you agree with this, but everybody says that Steph Curry is the best pure shooter in the no. NBA. I think Larry Bird is the best shooter in the NBA. All time. I could. Hmm. There's there's no difference. If you watch some of the highlights, he's literally his jersey is literally literally being pulled off of him, oh, yeah. and he's still getting away. Larry Bird is not not Steph Curry. Larry Bird is he's still getting open and making jump shots. Steph Curry just walks over half court, throws it up, it goes in, everybody cheers. I mean, I, I, I watch stuff about Larry Bird. I watch stuff about Michael Jordan. Larry Bird was the biggest trash talker there ever was. Like, he literally, there's a, there's a story, and I don't know how true it is, but I've heard it on multiple occasions. Like, he hit a shot against the Seattle Supersonics. The head coach called timeout. He made the shot, and he got mad at the coach and said, why did you do that? So they started making call off a play. He looked at the coach and said, Shut up, give me the ball. I'll win the game. Oh. He walked out of the huddle, told the defense, I'm gonna get the ball. I'm gonna go to this spot right here. I'm gonna shoot it in your face. I'm gonna make it. We're gonna go home. Go ahead. What? Nobody can see you making those emphasis slaps yeah. with your hand on the table. Just so you know. <laughs> Sorry. They have to go higher up. Right. And then they down. think your mouth has a flat Do tire. this. Do this. <laughs> do this. It's against the screen. No. I'm just saying. Yeah, break so, another screen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck I you. can't believe you went there. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> you bastard. Uh, F- finish your funny, thought, Forbes. That was fucking funny. <laughs> It was fun. Given that. So I'm just saying, to be able to do something like that, to, to say, I'm going to come right here, I'm going to shoot the ball in your face, I'm going to make it, you can't stop me. And to go out and do it, Steph Curry would never do that to anybody nowadays. Guys, guys talk crap all the time, but it, you're not going to walk out of the huddle and say to somebody, I'm going to get the ball, I'm going to shoot, I'm going to get to this spot right here on the floor, and I'm going to shoot the ball right in your face, it's going to go in. And do it. That's a hell of a trick shot, I mean, too. That was Larry Bird. off somebody's face. <laughs> this is also this. They call that off the frenzy. 
this is this is also this is also a guy who after a seven seven game road trip told his teammates the last game of the road trip I'm going to shoot every shot left-handed he's a right-handed shooter for three quarters he played left-handed every shot every shot he took was left-handed he made he took 15 shots he made 13 of them left-handed and they still won he didn't play the fourth quarter so I mean that takes some serious cojones nowadays guys don't do shit like that but Kev, what I was getting at is Michael Jordan would there the Detroit Pistons, which was the the Chicago Bulls' chief rival at the time. They had a a thing where when he Michael Jordan went to the hoop, four guys had to hit him, and he was not allowed to get the ball on the rim at all. If four guys hit one player in the NBA now, there would be an all-out brawl between both teams. Okay. And this was common practice. This was common practice during during the eighties and the nineties when the Michael Jordan played. Listen, there, there. You know what? There needs to be more hockey and basketball. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with you. I, I grew up playing. I grew up playing basketball. Listen, I grew up playing basketball, a physical basketball game. Basketball would be worth watching if it were hockey. Yes, I don't disagree. But even uh, it, I, I love hockey. My nephew plays hockey. I like the crunch. Uh, I, I'm a Canucks fan. I like hockey, but hockey's gotten soft also. There's a lot of hitting in hockey. Fuck them assholes. But every sport but, is is going soft, and it's because society is leaning on them to do it. Like we right. have to protect everybody, and you know, right. we, we don't we don't want our quarterback sitting at 32 years old drooling in the corner. And, yeah, and this is how we get last of us. Don't do it anyways. I mean, that's besides the point. <laughs> Just for different reasons. <laughs> the strong but, will survive. The weak will die. Right. But, but hockey, hockey. When I grew up, when I grew up watching hockey, like my father, very much a hockey fan. He was a Bruins fan. He always has been. Always will be. I used to go with my father to Buffalo every year to watch the Bruins and the Sabers play in the eighties and the nineties. That was one of the top rivalries in all of sports at the time. And I guarantee you, you'd go there at least, at least two fights, at least, and more likely, two or three fights on the ice. nowadays. On yeah. the ice, on the ice. a dozen in the stands. In, in, in the stands, forget about it. You couldn't count that high. <laughs> but on the ice, there had to be at least two or three fights in just that one game, and that's what you went to watch. You went to watch the the, the hitting. Oh, you yeah. went to watch the fighting, which is still what I go to watch. Game. When we went last season, dude, like I waited all game for that one fucking fight, dude. And it never came, dude. No, we got the one, the very short one. Remember? Yeah. Right. That's, that's all it is. It's a short fight. It's a short fight. When we when you used to go early, when you would you go early, like in the eighties and nineties, it would be like two guys punching each other in the face for a good minute and a half, and it was like rapid punching. Right. Both guys rapid punch in the face. And then it would be over with. But nowadays, they, they don't even do that. It's like, oh, get away from me. Right. Get away. Slap a, little, slap a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And then skate away. I went to the Corral one time to see the sentence. I had some friends that lived up there in Ottawa. And, and they said, you got to come up. You got to come up. Got to come up. We got, we, got, we got corner seats. 
right on the corner on the ice, right on the corner. I go up, I'm there, you know, great game. I, I don't even remember who they're playing. Somebody from the the freaking stands is on the glass yelling at one of the players. The player comes over and they're like at at each other through the glass. And I'm just like, yeah, yes, white, yeah. And I'm just hoping those two guys would get like get together and just freaking go at it. I wanted to see it. Yeah. That's hockey. I'm 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 talking <laughs> Oh you Paul. The best hockey game I ever went to was a crunch game. It was for my I think I've mentioned this story many times. It was for my father's birthday. And there was a all-out five-on-five, well, six-on-six, six-on-six brawl on the ice. The Both fucking goalies, goalies got involved. Goalies got involved. That's the That's that is the best fight I've seen. Now I've seen some good fights. Now that's in person. Obviously, the when the Red Wings and the Avalanche played each other back in the nineties after. Um, and Jack, you might remember, I don't know how, how much you follow hockey, but Chris Japer got hit. Yep. And my father knew, and he busted his face. I mean, they, they showed it. He had he fractured his cheekbone, his orbital bone, knocked out teeth, fractured his, I mean, just messed him up completely. When they finally came back around, I think it was like two games after, like they, they finished that season. It wasn't the next game they played, but they went, they went at one point. And again, they finally decided that this was going to, it had to happen. So they had this huge fight. And again, both goalies involved, five, six on six. I mean, goalies beating shit at each other. And it happened like three times in a row when they got together. There was a huge all-out brawl on the ice. That was the that was that was hockey when hockey was hockey. Now hockey is more, again, more of a finesse game. Fuck that. And it's yeah, I I don't the hitting has actually got a, a lot less. And I, I get it. You're trying to protect the players. I get all that. The same with football. But I mean, like I said, I grew up playing basketball. I played basketball. I played CYO basketball. I didn't play high school basketball. I played for the Catholic schools. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, a, I mean, it was a physical game. I mean, physical game. Like you went home and you were sore. That's how physical it was. You dreaded playing certain teams because you knew it was going to be a physical game. It was going to be a rough game. Nowadays, I don't even know high school basketball is anything like that, but I know the NBA is a soft game. It's more of a jump shooters game. Guys don't drive to the hoop because everybody's looking, everybody, you, everything, what you see on, on sports center is Steph Curry shooting three pointers from 40 foot away. Now he makes them, which is great. That's his thing. But it, to me, that's not basketball. That's just a guy. No. I'm going to stop right here and shoot it. If it goes in great, I, he takes two or three a game. He makes one. Nobody's preventing that, which is that's right. It's just I don't know. What if the reason hockey changed was Canadian women were tired of dating men with missing <laughs> teeth? Well, they're still all missing teeth. It doesn't really matter. But that's you're, you're probably right. You're, you're probably uh, close to it. They're like you know all know. the American sports have attractive players, you know. Right, the Canadians no, got missing no, teeth and scarred no. up faces, and right. it, 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 it all it all stemmed from. These guys that were the enforcers on the teams all come up, coming up with CTE, um, drinking problems, drug problems, killing themselves. It's just, it's a, it's a mess. And that's the reason why they've, they're trying to 
rein everything in, I guess, is the correct not the correct terminology. They're trying to, again, trying to protect everybody. So fighting is looked at as a bad thing in hockey now, where before it was, you hit my best player, you're, you best be looking out because my enforcer is coming after somebody on your team <coughs> and it's, there's going to be a fight. You, you, you knew that was going to happen. So in the 80s, if somebody hit Wayne Gretzky, who was the best, greatest oh, hockey player of all time. There was a brawl. There was a fucking There was a brawl. brawl. You knew that some guy on their team, whoever was the retaliation. was on the team, was coming, at, was coming out and, and it was just going to be, like I said, two, two dudes, if, if not more, punching each other in the face. And you knew it was coming. You you saw that you saw that, and you knew that was going to happen. Well, now, whoever now that, you, yeah, whoever that guy was that hit Wayne, they yeah. would he would have been he would his time would have been numbered. his night was over. Yeah, it, well, yeah, his, his night, career yeah. was over. They would have gone yeah. out and they would have done whatever they had to do to make sure that guy never fucking played again. Yep. No, exactly. it was it was cool. Like back in the day when the crunch, like in the mid nineties, I was like six or seven years old. My dad would take me to all the games, and his da- his friend used to run the marketing for the Crunch, and it was cool because like they had on the big screen, grumpy old man says, "And let the games begin when a fight would begin." It was huh. awesome. You would you would always want those fights. You and then now you play these games, you don't even have a fight mode anymore. It's all finesse. But no, go ahead. It's, it's a finesse game. The Crunch, the the, best, the 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 number that's retired in the in the rafters for the Crunch is John Baduk. Yeah. Now John Baduk. Isn't a hockey. He he wasn't a goal scorer. He wasn't. A, he he was an enforcer. His claim to fame for the Syracuse Crunch is he is the he got a penalty. He climbed over the glass between the penalty boxes from the Crunch penalty box to the opposing team's penalty box. Got in the box with the guy he fought and proceeded to continue to fight him in the box. That's awesome. Perfect. He stepped over the glass. Onto the scores table, into the opponent's box with the guy who just fought, and continued to beat the shit out of him in the box. That's why his numbers retired. I love that was that when guy. hockey was hockey. I love that guy. <laughs> All right. So, I have a couple of takeaways, and then uh, one more sports item to get through before we we wrap this up. One, the NBA is soft. S a w f t soft. <laughs> yeah. You from Boston now? And to, no, I think Hugh is <laughs> the only one that gets that reference. If anybody, what? no, damn it. Um, <laughs> and then second, you know, Court, I actually heard about your reputation in the CCYO basketball league. Yeah, I heard they used to call you the White Shadow. They used, no? they used to call me the. They used to call me the. No, no not the White Shadow. <laughs> it's not. He's like no. <laughs> All right, and then I did just want to mention uh, news broke today. Um, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to Jerry the King Lawler. He had a massive stroke. Uh oh, and and as I understand it right now, that's all we know. We know he was alert. Um and so I did, in the I did hospital. See that. No, no, there was uh, there was a little bit more. Um Is there something new that I didn't see? He wasn't see? able. He was having trouble moving the left side of his body. Um but apparently he's been able to move his arm a little bit. And uh, he's struggling to to speak a bit, but he is talking. Um, so was I'm his first word puppies? I, I puppies. Doesn't he have a streak going right now? Like longest wrestling. He had like a little wrestling thing back in January. He wrestles. They said like he's been wrestling like one match like for the past like fifty years. 
Shouldn't like he he, he was like on a in the indie circuit or something. That doesn't yeah, surprise I, me. I, but... I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, these these a lot of these guys wrestle all the time now. So yeah. But thoughts We're, and prayers. The King doesn't age though. This is true. He was just on a pre-show for uh, the Royal yeah. Rumble when we were there a couple weeks ago. No, they were there. We were at my house, but I mean, I mean, you look at him on the pre-show, was, and he's like, you know, who was he at looks... your house? The, the top row here. That's yeah, Kevin. And, and he he looks normal. He looks like he always have. And then you look yes. at Ric Flair, and I mean, Ric Flair just seeing him right now, he looks like he's in rough shape. And a lot of the old guys too. The King just doesn't seem to age. I agree. True. So I'm hoping he comes through this well, I just, with a good quality of life at least. So yeah. But it looks like uh, it's time to move it on to Jack's erroneous questions of the week. Hit it. All right. From that bell, from that whistle, I don't know what Paul does for the opening segment. It's trivia time. All right. So uh, let's do the same thing we did last week. I'll start with you. Pick a number between one and four. Three. Psychology. What did neuroscientist James Fallon accidentally discover after he was studying his own brain waves? Do you want to go ahead? Waves. No. Okay. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> he was a psychopath. <laughs> that was cool. That was a cool one. All right, Kev. One, two, or four. One. This one you might know because the category is cars. But the kicker is one guess. What was the first foreign company to come to America? To sell cars in the U.S.? Is that the idea? Yep. What foreign car was the first company to come to America? Boy, um... Toyotas were real early. They had the CVCC. Um, no, that was a Honda. What was a Honda? Um, what was the first Toyota? I don't know what the first Toyota was. Nissan was early on. Who was the first car company? I'm just going to say Honda. Honda, you said? Yeah, I, 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 don't, I really don't know. I just know... I, I just know that Honda had a really, really early, like in the 70s, late 70s, they had a CVCC, which eventually became the Civic. I, I don't know who it was before that. And but if he's I wrong, wanna I want to take a guess. Yeah, me too. All right, go to Hugh and then go to Corb. Sorry, Kev, no. you're not right. What, Hugh? What do you got? Uh, I think it's ne maybe Nissan, because I looked no. into their hit. No? no? It would have been Datsun if it was Nissan. Because right, right. right. Corbs, did you want to take a guess? You said I'm going to say the Volkswagen. Yeah, it's the Volkswagen. Oh yes, of course, of course. All right, oh. Corbs. Since you got that one correct, let's see if you go two for two. Uh, do you want question two or question four? Uh, I'll go two. Classic Disney. Which Disney character did Walt Disney perform in a school play? And then he liked it so much, he turned it into a future film. So what is the Disney character? That's the character I want. Yep. <laughs> Just like what Kev's doing. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. If he doesn't get it, you can take a guess. 
I just love you guys picking these categories and you pick the one that you don't know yet, but you know everybody else's categories. I have a follow-up question to my question, so just afterwards. Okay. So which classic Disney character? Think about that. He didn't play Kev. Stop it, Kev. <laughs> You're cheating. <laughs> oh, I hate you, Kev. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say Donald Duck. No. Easy, Kev. What do you got, Kev? Mickey Mouse. It's not Mickey Mouse. Bullshit. <laughs> it was Goofy. No, it's not Goofy. Wait, Peter wait. Pan. It's Peter Pan. Wow. No, that's wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I see. I, and, I, and I was thinking Mickey Mouse is, is I was thinking, I can't think Mickey Mouse, but I'm thinking Mickey Mouse is too Steamboat easy. Willie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was the first, he was the first animated uh, uh, Disney character. He, he was. And then four, you get that, Paul. Yeah. So you get, you get the funniest trivia question. Oh, so wonderful. it's animals. What creature has no teeth, stomach, matters of life, and the male carries the unborn offspring. I don't even know what the fuck that means, but I'm going to say a seahorse. No. May, how, said, the, how the fuck said, did you pull that out of your ass? Yeah, that would be I, been my guess, too. Didn't. Yeah, I pulled that, it out of here. Yeah, you're, that is a seahorse. Okay, the males carry the children. That's yep. why. That's what I, oh. I, 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 for whatever reason, I knew that part. It was funny, though, coming up with these categories. I was working with Emily, and then I was like, I need one more. One of my um, bosses comes in. She's like, why don't you do animals? I'm like, okay, what's your question? And then she comes up with that one. I'm like, it has to be a sea creature. And I was like, how'd you come up with that? She's like, oh, I just, I just always knew that one. So huh. there, there you go. All oh. right. I, I have a follow-up question for yeah. my topic. Okay. Mm -hmm. Who is the individual responsible? And if you know this, just keep it to yourself. I want, I want, I want people that maybe don't know it for a fact, but, but want to guess who is the individual responsible for the Volkswagen, the Volkswagen, just the fact that it exists. And your category is Volkswagen, right? So that's the no, category. It was the, uh, no, the it category was, it was is yours. questions. We don't have any clue what the answer is. My answer is Herbie. Mm -mm. What was that movie with? Uh... That's not it. That's not it. Herbie, Herbie the Lovebug. The the clue to the answer is in what Volkswagen means. So the answer is in the question. If you know it, Jack. I don't know much about cars. I don't know oh, this okay. one. Okay. But um, in light of this is. This is a classic history question. Ooh. Not necessarily cars, but history. So it's something to do with Germany, probably, right? And mm -hmm. I mean, I would hope so. Then I got to go with Hitler. Well, you're right. Hitler was... <laughs> you're right. Mm -hmm. So Hitler was incredibly intelligent. We all agree with that. I, I, I hope you agree with that. Because he mm -hmm. was. He was, he, was very, he was very charismatic. He was very intelligent. He was just too too far reaching he's just spread his army way too thin what he developed was a car for the people a car that would work year round 
be inexpensive that everybody could afford and that would just work. And that was the very first Volkswagen, which was what we know of as the bug today, an air-cooled four-cylinder engine that would work year-round, could easily traverse the mountainous regions of Germany, easily work in the summer and in the winter. It, 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 was, it was genius, absolute genius, and it worked. It still works. Still works. Thanks, still see, Hitler. You still see Beatles out there all over the place. Very <laughs> few people that drive Volkswagens want to know about the history of where they came from. More you know. Back to you, Paul. <laughs> Thanks, Hugh. You're welcome. <laughs> it might be better as thank you, but. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No. That's how I say it. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> anyway, so we're about to go to break, but that's uh, I, I've got to throw my uh, weekly topic out there to you guys. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Um, yes. So, uh, are you that excited because you read it already in the show yes. notes? Okay. He just wants the show to end. Yes. 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 <laughs> we're trying something a little bit different this week, and I like to call it the Bureau of Truth. Yeah. Okay? Uh huh. All right. You, four, have been recruited to reveal the truth about some of the world's biggest mysteries. But, which should you choose? This week, the staff brings you the following dossiers. A, did we really land on the moon? Or B, definitive proof of what crashed in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947? I have an answer. Weigh your options. Come back and reinforce why you chose what you did after the break. Stick with us, guys. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is THE king of comics. Welcome back. All right. So we're going to get right into this Bureau of Truth. Do I need to recap it or do you think everybody's with us on this? I, I, I'm re I'm ready. All right. So you want to start, Kev? Sure. What, what's, what, what do you choose and why? 
How, what do you let the, the the public know? I would pick A. I want I want to investigate and report on the 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 reality of whether or not we landed on the moon. Okay. I think it's way too easy to to determine whether or not we landed on the moon because all we have to do is send a probe or device back there to see if the, the, the lander is there. The the the, the 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 first lander that we sent there is either there or it's not. True. No, but this is you're looking at it from a different way than I am. You do not have to do the research. Those dossiers that your staff handed you tells you definitively both. It, oh. it, which either folder you pick tells you 100% for a fact. Oh, okay. What it is that you want to know. I guess I didn't no. really explain this well. I'm sorry. I, I would still do A. I would still do A because I think it's important for people to understand, you know, and and I don't know. I honestly, I honestly don't. I, I honestly do not know if we went in 69. I do not know for a fact that we went to the moon or not, personally. But if right. somebody handed me documentation that said, this is what happened, we did or we didn't, I would say, yes, we got to get this out there. Right, just to end it for once and for all. Exactly. Yeah. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. Fantastic. I, I thought about A, but I wouldn't choose that. Because I will say definitively, we went to the moon. And the reason for that is that if we didn't, it would have required thousands of people to keep a secret, which we all know isn't possible. Besides the fact that, you know, you, people have used telescopes from Earth and seen evidence on the moon, you know, the, the landing site and all of that stuff. I don't think that's in, in question. The people that question this, and I don't mean you, Kevin, you were just saying, I literally can't know for a fact. I get that. The people that question this should not reproduce. They're so, also flat earthers usually. Uh, yeah. So I, I just, I, I don't see the point. Yes, you could release it. And you know what? They still wouldn't believe you. Yes. So I would release uh, B. I would want to release the truth about what happened to area happens at area 51. Outstanding. But what if, and this is again, just me, me playing the angles here. What if you choose that folder, you open it up and you find out it really was just a weather balloon. Then it was a weather balloon. <laughs> you're, you're a much better man than I, cause that's when I would be flipping my desk over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to get mad at a historical event, the truth? event I wasn't there for. <laughs> I don't oh, want aliens that bad. That's the the thing. truth will set you free. <laughs> It'll set everything that was on top of that. That's free. That's for damn sure. <laughs> and then the truth would be out there. All over the, the truth floor. will set you free and fuck everybody else. That's right. That's, that's going <laughs> to be late. I've got to find the controllers. I <laughs> <laughs> that's to go next <laughs> i'll go next uh i would do area 51 because i'd like to know if they if we're alone in this world and if that'd be the case that'd be kind of cool if we were alone you'd be cool with that no no no. if we weren't i no, would because no. i just don't want to no. be bothered <laughs> we we are alone and we're a petri dish there's that. We Last are a fucking experiment. I've seen hmm. that theory. Yes. Welcome to the cesspool. Next. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's easy. Like I actually was leaning towards A this whole time, 
but now I'm swaying towards B now because like You're seeing welcome. if yeah, like it's it makes you think about it a little bit because I had a whole thing planned out because I was going to take A because the history behind it, John F. Kennedy wanted us to land on the moon, yada, yada, yada. But now I want to go to um, Area 51, or 451. I can't even talk. But I want to go there because, like, I want to see, like, if we are, like, the lone species, if we aren't out there, it's kind of like the Rod Serling approach. Like, are, is there another third planet from the sun? Are we, um, there has to be life out there. There just has to be. Like, that's, we have to, like, I know that we don't know, but there has to come a time that that has to come out. Like, there is just so much evidence out there. And like Hugh said, there's thousands of people that work there. So, yes, they have to keep it hush-hush, but there has to be a time when these things do come out. Like, do they have the aliens out there? Maybe they have more evidence for, like, other historical theories that we don't know about, like the John F. Kennedy and the RFK assassination. Maybe... In that area, there's more of those things in there as well. So I would go in there. Don't step on my new bit, Jack. I'm not. I'm sticking with your bit. Don't don't act like I'm not going to keep these ones going. So the only thing I have to say about all your theories is that you're wrong. Just because thousands of people are supposed to know doesn't mean that anyone that speaks out isn't going to be made out to be a fucking crackpot. Well, we'll see. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's that's true, but the people who are making these claims are people who weren't there. You know, it's it's, pe- it's it's after the fact. What I'm saying is there would have to be, to fake the moon landing, you've got to have all the people that were in the fucking NASA building who were, you know, talking to them and everything. You know, I mean, I suppose they could have, like, kept it a small crew and just showed something else to all the people involved. But I don't think so. I, I don't. It's Occam's razor. It, it You know, the, the simplest ex- explanation is that we actually did go there rather than all these people somehow staying quiet for decades about something that if, if they wanted to, if they came out with this, they'd be a millionaire. The book deals, the movie deals, all that stuff. People aren't that altruistic. True. And it was a space race, too. We were going against Russia during all that time, so it had to happen. And we're missing the most obvious answer, the most obvious clue, too. The fact that we didn't have the technology to fake it then. Because, I mean, look... look, Wait, if Area 51 is real, how do you know we didn't have the technology? But now you're crossing over. You can't cross over. You have to stick to one or the other. How? No, no. They they're both exist. <laughs> okay, but if Area 51 is real, then we did go to the moon because we had the technology. Right. This isn't a either one or the other is real. It's which one would you pick to reveal? Right, to reveal. Yes. See, Hugh's on board with this. I love it. High five, Hugh. I, I didn't say I was on board with it. Opposite size. Don't fucking same lie. Porn. Same coin. Porn? Thank you. Thank you for bringing it back around. It's just like a fucking good uh, comedian bit. Thank you. A callback. Thank you. My point was, like, you guys have seen the Scorpion King, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You remember how bad that CGI was? Oh, yeah. But we're mm-hmm. supposed to believe that they could have had the technology to fake the moon landing Oh, in they the say that Stanley Kubrick shot it, so I don't, I don't know. Doesn't seem like it was wordy enough. Listen, they 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 revealed all that in the James Bond movie. It was oh, Paul all... wouldn't know that. <laughs> Maybe that'll be one of the dossiers one of these days. Why the fuck hasn't Paul seen that James Bond it's, movie? <laughs> it's very surprising. <laughs> 
All right. Um, did you guys like that? Is that cool? No? No. It's all right. Well, fuck you then, Kev. <laughs> I guess I wow. forgot the PS4. <laughs> I guess I'll never be honest again. <laughs> He's like, no. All right. Let's move on. Guys, what have you been watching this week? Nothing, apparently. <laughs> no. You 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 better have fucking watched Last of Us by now. Yes. I, I got I shouted at on Tuesday, by the way, because I started yeah. to, I had the audacity to speak about the show and he hadn't watched it yet. Yes. All right. I'm caught up <laughs> on Last of Us and Bad Batch in 1899 and Wakanda Forever. All the four, all four that oh no, no, not, no. not Slumberland. I don't even know why that's on there. Because that's the only other thing I watched this week. It rose by another million viewers this week after the uh, the gay romance episode. So that everyone was up in arms about. Yeah. Yeah, with all the bad spoilers. What's up? Spoilers. The fucking the statement that came out. Did Mm. you guys read the statement from the the creators? What? No. They went on basically saying like, if if you have a problem with it, fuck off. And in there it says it references no, which is fine. I that part I'm fine with. But then they reference talking about the main character of the series is Ellie and she's gay, which was described in the DLC. And I'm like, well, thanks. Okay. Like I didn't know. All oh, those fuckers. Yep. And now I've ruined it for all you guys. Sorry. But do you see so you're mad spoiler? at them for giving you a spoiler about a game that's been out no, for 10 for, years? Clearly for quite a long time. No. No, because some asshole on Facebook ruined the ending for me already, but we're not going to go into that. Um, Did you, well, you are getting The Last of Us, though, on Friday this week, which is really nice, yeah. because the Super Bowl is on Sunday, oh. and they're going to broadcast it, and it's going to come out on Friday now, which is really neat. Here's, That's awesome, because I'm home alone on Friday night. Here's what, I like about, here's what I like about Last of Us, is that... It's, it's the best it's, show on TV? It's, it's a storyline that's already well-known. It's a storyline story that's well-known, yet they're able to, to write it and display it in a way that makes it interesting and fun to watch. Love it. And yeah. it's, which is unusual because it's it, we're in the streaming era, but it is, and I think I said it to you, Hugh, at Royal Rumble. It is destination television. Yeah. You have to watch it Sunday night. I actually watch it. I wait till nine o'clock when it shows up on HBO Max. And, you know, I mean, I'm actually, that is the only show that we are watching live. As it happens. Yes. Yep. I'm Um, usually about five minutes late because they won't go to bed, but I'm usually like. But still, same thing. Yeah. We don't do that. It has to be done. And I was disappointed. I brought this up to Kevin and I, when I realized that he hadn't watched it yet. When I texted all you guys, the punchline to the joke. Yeah, I was because I was a few minutes behind too. Because it, ah. it well, what it was is it was stuttering, so I had to pause it for a second so that it could buffer. And then, like right before she told the joke, you sent me that, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I know. I can tell Paul you're excited to watch them because I watch it on Monday because I'm busy on Sunday night. I'm like, "Oh, I get this joke now." I was like, "Thanks, Paul." So. I get it. Which, again, I, I think I mentioned it to you at work, Kevin, what? that it is ridiculously strange that I am the first on a show now. Yeah. Like, I am the first one. That never happens. I'm usually months behind on a show, unless it was me. No, I don't know. I don't know if this, 
I, I hope this isn't too much of a spoiler, but I love what they said after this latest one, where they said that the way that they did this latest episode was a departure from the game in that they gave they gave what would have been just an obstacle in the game, they gave it a backstory. An identity, yes. An identity. They gave it an identity. And I just thought that was fantastic because that really explains everything they've done to this point, right? Because Bill was an NPC that you kind of knew some information about. But they gave him a backstory. They gave him a real story. They gave him a life. They gave him a life. Now, I talked to a good friend of mine who who has actually played Last of Us. Not you. No, not you. Because I haven't played it. I don't know. I've never played it. And he said, he goes, and he's flagrant non-homosexual. He loved the Bill and Frank story because it gave Bill the backstory that he never had before. And he played the game and he loves the game. And he absolutely and you know was thrilled about that episode. So I, I mean, I started out, I'm like, oh man, I don't I don't need another touchy-feely fucking show in my life. But by the end of that episode, I was like, this is fantastic. This is this is great storytelling. This is this is energy injected into a story that people already know and and have every reason to to go and watch and just to be able to add to their 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 the the the, the feelings and, and and memories of of what they've already experienced now and i want to experience it i want to play the game now did well, anyone else yeah. see uh the riff that Saturday Night Live took on it this week <laughs> Oh no. my god, that was hilarious! It's a me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just go look at go look it up. They had yes, Pedro Pascal play Mario in a gritty Last of Us esque uh, reboot. Mario Kart, yes, yeah, Mario Kart. It was fucking hilarious. Their new HBO series, yes. Well, okay, well, isn't the big joke right now that Pedro Pascal is going to be the hero in every single story going forward, saving a child? Saving a magical child, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah, that was a meme online where he's yeah. like, it's like she's he's like, we gotta get to Wisconsin. She's like, are you gonna save me? He's like, I'll save the child. She's like, me, and then it shows a picture of baby Grogu and says, This is the way, or something like that. No, but you're absolutely right, Kev. It's great storytelling. Like I said, I watch it Monday nights because I'm a little late to it. But my buddy just bought a house and he watches it live. And now he's like, I'm moving into my house finally next week. Do you want to come over for the last of us? We can watch it live together. I'm like, like who does that anymore? Like now we are in a streaming age. Like you said, we're in a streaming age. Nobody really watches this live and probably people like what he says, he watches it live. So that might be the no, show. I definitely watch watching. it live. Yeah. It's not, no, I didn't. I'm no. not misremembering. No, that. not you, not you, but people <laughs> are now probably watching this live. Not just you. No, here's my other question. Is this airing on HBO as well? I don't know. I watch it on HBO. Yes. Now. Yeah. Cause that I've, when I was, uh, uh, flip to the channels on Sunday, it was on HBO because there was actually a free pre- preview of HBO with Horizon last Very week. Smart. Very smart. Very smart to do the free preview now to hook people sense. on a show like this. And then, and then they do that. They'll, they do that stuff. Like when there's a big show coming out, they do a free preview. I think they actually did it when Peacemaker came out too. No shot. So. 
I know they they did that one summer too. They give you HBO for free for one summer. When I think of when Game of Thrones is coming back, yeah, I think so. Yeah, they tried and it didn't work. Uh, with me. I, I watched the first episode of the last of us on Hulu. So it's on Hulu too. Yeah. Wow. And it's just not your thing. A little too. It very well might be. It's it's my sister's account, but she's. I mean, with there you can watch. Uh, House of Dragons, all that stuff. But nice. the one thing I can't find on there, Peacemaker. Mm. Which yeah. fucking sucks. I haven't watched that. They did but release that on Blu-ray. I saw that at Walmart. Well, that's nice. I'm just letting what, you what know. What does that do me? Yeah. You could go to oh, Walmart. Look, it's on Blu-ray. With all this <laughs> overtime you got coming up by Cor- Peacemaker. Cor- yeah, Cor- After you replace the TV at work. Peacemaker. <laughs> 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 already ordered. It, was, it was already delivered on Monday, so perfect. I'm still, I'm still not sure you're missing out if you don't see Peacemaker. It, geez, Kev, you got picked out. <laughs> I'm oh, just like, saying. What's wrong with you? I'm just saying. You know, it's okay. I mean, but it takes a couple episodes for you to realize that it's okay. No, it doesn't. And then even when, it, when I you're was... all done, when you're all done, you're like. I'm never going to get that time back. I was 100% in from the first episode. Yeah. And yeah. I seem to recall you having a slightly different opinion after you'd watched the whole thing, I Kevin. I did. I did. But I'm looking back on it now thinking to myself, you know, if I never saw it, I, I'd be okay with that. I mean, that's most shows, though. Like, I mean, life can go on without watching it. Like, we're not watching oh, AEW tonight. Yeah. And none of you will watch Supernatural, even though I keep begging you to. No. But kudos to HBO though. You got Laura um, and Sh- uh, Shayna. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Kudos to HBO Shana. though. Uh, Last of Us. Yeah. And then um, House of Dragon. No, I didn't even try House of Dragons. Oh, so good, so good. It was. Um, I don't have anything new to add here. Um, I did start watching a new show. Um, I watched the first season of The Blacklist on oh. uh, Netflix. And that is excellent. And and I, I always kind of wanted to watch it because it's got James Spader in it. And I mean, if you don't know why James Spader is fucking amazing, then I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, there's a reason they picked him for the 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 voice of Ultron, um, you know, in the MCU. Uh, but we're talking, you know, Boston Legal, Pretty in Pink. I mean, the, the guy's been around forever and he's a he has a delivery that's like no one else. And that True. is put on. He is, <clears throat> sorry, that is put on full display here because he's kind of playing a guy that you, you don't know. I mean, he's kind of a bad guy. Do you guys, are you guys familiar with the show at all? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Never watched I, it, but I'm, I'm very familiar with the yeah. show. Yeah, it, it's it's excellent. Um, I finished the first season. I'm into the second season now, really enjoying it. Um, I, that's, that's one of those. I mean, yeah, I know you guys won't watch Supernatural, but I'm sure the Blacklist would be in everyone's wheelhouse here. You guys would enjoy it. I can't speak for how good it is now. I mean, it's going into its tenth and final season, but at least at the Jesus. beginning, it was great. Ten yeah, my, my brother, my brother watches it. Same thing. He raves about, raves about it. So, yeah, I, I uh, mean, and and really, if it wasn't James Spader in in the the show, I don't know that I would. Uh, I mean, he really carries it, and he's one of those actors who's capable of doing that, and. I just, man, he, he's a good guy, a bad guy, and everything in between in this show. And you just got to watch it to understand what that means. It's pretty incredible. But does it have its own whiskey? 
like Yellowstone. Okay, well, at least it still has its actor. Yeah, that's no good. (laughs) Did something happen with Yellowstone that I don't know about? Kevin Costner only wanted to film for like six days on the la- or a week on the last six episodes. So the show's ending and they're doing a spinoff with Matthew McConaughey. Right. Don't even know how, what they're going to do about the last six or last six episodes of the season. Cause he's just like, uh, yeah, he's just like, I'm done. Weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Really? That's big, news. that's big news. Cord, did you know this? I didn't know this. Yeah. Oh, well, he apparently originally it was, it was 56. He committed to 56 days a season. And then this last uh, for this last season, he cut it down to thirty. And then they go in to do the final six episodes, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm only available for a week." Was and he too like, busy doing the documentary about the I, national park? I don't know. His wife really wants him home too. Like a little bit about that too. That's well, she probably thinking. also really wants the money. But when when yeah. you're in like the biggest show on television, I mean, at the very least, say this is my last season. Right. I mean, seriously, right. how can season. Yeah, I mean, now nobody really knows if they're going to close up the story uh, or how Matthew McConaughey is going to fit into it, but uh, it, it's kind of, well, this is kind of like a clusterfuck end to the biggest thing on the on TV in the past five years. Well, we all know how it's going to go. He's just going to, McConaughey, he's going to just roll up and say, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> no, but um, on a lighter note, like, the Yellowstone thing is huge. Like, no. That was, but um, I'm watching the Drew Carey show again. You ever see that one when you were a kid? Oh yeah, that's a great show. Why? So my fr- my friend just literally like he pirated the whole thing. He's like, I have this. Drew you Carey can't show. say that. Why not? Who he bought it. This? You mean he bought yeah. the the, the it's season, out, Paul. He said it. He said it, Paul. I, I don't care. That's true. Jack's a pirate. Yeah, <laughs> but like literally, that's a great show. Though one of the best theme songs of all time. It's just, it's a great show. It's just a feel good show and it's mindless. It's a show about nothing. No, that was Seinfeld. Seinfeld? No, I know, but yeah, whatever. That's I'm all. I'm sorry, Jack. I, I was all over your bit on that. I'm sorry. It's okay. That's oh. all I got. All right. Uh, I added to the notes. That's when you see okay. that far away look, that's what's going on. You're fine, <laughs> dude. You're too fine. much alcohol. One of the two. I figured. <laughs> So I watched uh, 1923 drop their new episode after a couple weeks hiatus. Oh, I thought the season was done for that. No, 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 no. no That's just, the Harrison Ford spinoff, right? Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. So, yeah, they're new. They, they were had, they didn't drop episodes for the last two weeks. They dropped a new episode uh, on Sunday, and of course, I had to watch it Sunday morning when I got up. Um. And uh, <laughs> to hear Harrison Ford say the F word was pretty funny. So that was that was pretty wild. And uh, Helen Mirren in the in the in the show is freaking amazing. She's a great actress, anyways, but she's amazing in this show. She is, and Kevin, you know who I'm talking about. And, but she's Beth Dutton before Beth Dutton. No, oh, she's a prequel to Beth Dutton. Oh my God, we don't see her naked, do we? No. <laughs> Oh, thank you. That's ageist, Kevin. At, at, at least not yet. <laughs> That's ageist. Have, have you time. checked how old you are, Kevin? Yes. I know exactly how old I am. And no, I don't want to see Helen Mirren naked. That's don't worry. You'll, you'll, you'll get Kathy Bates naked. 
And then I uh, I, I watched uh, Shotgun Wedding uh-huh. with uh, Jennifer Lopez and uh, is it Josh whatever his name Duhamel. is Josh Duhamel, yeah. That was actually pretty good. It was actually pretty funny. They were actually pretty good in it. So Kristen um, wanted to see that. And you probably you might like it. It's Me? it's it's a got action. Yeah, you might like it. It's got some action in it. Um and no, it's not the two of them having sex action, but um like it's more like a action comedy. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cute. It was fun. Cool. It was a good way to kill an hour and twenty minutes. Or however long it's on for. So you might like it. You, you you might like it. And Lenny Kravitz plays a bad guy in it, so that's pretty funny. Nice. So, uh, like Kevin yeah. referenced earlier, uh, we watched Slumberland on Netflix. We were legit struggling to find a family movie to watch because usually the shit I pick out is not family movie. <laughs> and I, I'd heard good things about this, so we put it on. Madison absolutely loved it; she was all about it. Um, Jason Momoa plays a really awesome part in the movie. He's a lot of fun in it. It it is really like mindless fair, but it's it pulls at the heartstrings the whole family thing. And fuck, what is his name now? The dude from uh, the IT crowd. Yeah. Well, he's in it. He was also in uh, Thor: The Dark World. He was the the boyfriend who gets dropped for Thor when Jane sees Thor again. Um, he, he plays a, a great part in it as well in the real world part of it. Um, it, it's a, it's a cute movie. It's nothing that he was ever, 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 ever going to watch, <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. Um, at one point there's a, there's a, there's a scene where they're hopping through people's dreams to get to where they got to go. And at one point there's this rampaging crash truck. Like the, the garbage truck just rampaging through a city. And they, they have to get into it to move on to the next area. They get in, it's like a, a six-year-old Asian kid with like an Elvis Presley pompadour and tattoos all over his arms. And he's driving the truck and he just looks at him and he goes, I'm driving my truck. <laughs> and that ends up becoming like a re- recurring joke that like that hits like five times throughout the movie. And that just set me off every time. So, and I was stone sober for that. Just FYI. I would hope you were stone sober for the kids' movie you watched with your family. I mean, have you seen some of this shit that they they market as kids' movies? No, no I have I to drink. I haven't. Um, and other than that, we watched uh, What Kind of Forever? Apparently, like every fucking other person on the planet. Yeah, finally. Um, yeah, because it hit Disney Plus. Yes. And this might not be a popular opinion. But uh, our boy, Jeff Watkins, uh, probably said it best. It's probably the world's most okayest movie. Uh, so. Dude, I, 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 and I, I told I, Kevin I, this this week at work. I enjoyed it, but I legit had to fight from falling asleep for the first half of the movie. Okay. And I didn't have that problem. I'm not going to like sit here and rave about it, but they were put in an impossible position. I agree. I and 100% agree with you. The yeah. way they pulled it off. They did. They tied it together very well. It was probably, I, they did the best we could have hoped for. Yes. 
I liked the beginning, like where you get dropped into that panic. Yep. And then once that starts to resolve and they do that, the following scene, like I, I, I swear to God, and I'm not saying this to be funny or anything. I was falling asleep on Madison. And then when shit starts to pick up and if, if you've watched it, you know what I'm talking about. Then I was back in, but and then the post credit stinger. Holy shit! So, so what what you're saying is the black people being sad bored you to sleep? Okay, I understand. For, wow. for sure, yeah. Wow, that's wildly racist. Yeah, Paul, what is wrong with you? That's you guys can't see it because we had the filter on, but my my white hood is hanging back here. It's oh. I just had to drive. Oh my God. Oh. Jesus, I don't Christ. even think you should Holy joke about shit. that, Paul. Yeah, that's no, no. I, I don't care. Like what like like I've told you, you guys you before. Aramark. Yeah, I work for Aramark. That's a um like I've said before. Like I I I bankroll this podcast, so I can't be canceled by us. <laughs> like there's no one that I have to answer to. So I mean, clearly, we don't have anyone looking at our social medias. So social medias. Yeah. Well, now you're racist. You know what? My wife regularly says. God, I hope you don't get me canceled. <laughs> Which is a good thing that no one is paying attention to us. In fact, there are some times where I take my news segment and I run it by her first. And I don't blame you for that. Not, not at all. And obviously the whole White Hood thing was a joke and that I'm playing off a few. But it's a really bad I mean, joke. I don't give a shit. That, that's Geek Pod. We make really bad jokes. Um, Always. But yes, I mean, we would never do anything to endanger your wife's career on this because we are just ancillary, ancillary, Lee, related through you. So we wish nothing but the best for her, and we want to do anything we can to help, which was absolutely nothing. Doesn't that make any sense? Good thing nobody listens to this. (laughs) Did Uncle Rob stop listening? Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck you, Uncle Rob. He gone. I'm gonna kick you in your good leg, dude. Nobody wants to listen to two and a half fucking hour podcast. That's your fault. I blame you, sir. Well, well, you know, I noticed something last week. There are two indicators that you can tell that it's going to be an exceptionally long episode of Geek Pod. If Kevin's already in the bag when we start recording, <laughs> and if Corb says I don't have much for this, <laughs> for the entire segment. <laughs> Yeah. That's fucking great. <laughs> and you forgot the third one. If I shoehorn pro wrestling into the sports segment. So. Oh uh, on God, that note. That funny. Yeah. That on that funny. note. On that note, do we have anything else for this, guys? No, no it's oh over two hours long. So drop your damn nuggets. <clears throat> All right. Oh, God. People always say that. Money isn't the key to happiness. But I figure if you have enough money, you can have the fucking key made. Good night, everybody, and megabite me, bitches. Megabite me, bitches. Stealing my shit. This has been a Geek Pod Network production.